live here again with Allison McDowell. Very, very excited to have you back, Allison. Thank you. Oh, thank you for engaging in the conversations. I'm really grateful. Actually, yes. Let me go back. I wanted to play another video first. So let's start with this one. I'm not sure how many minutes I will play it, but it's from the Know Yourself second webinar uh, from the 30th of May last year, almost a year ago. And uh, yeah, there were some things that I heard this guy say and have it playing in the background, but I wanted to play it for you in case any of it uh, sparks any so ideas. We are here to learn about these traps, to learn to identify what is real within ourselves and what is just an aggregate, something that has clinged to ourselves like a, a big black backpack, which is always holding on to us, connected to our mind, feeling somebody, and lives off our energies. If this is a bit scary, uh, let's say that probably is less so than the image you got in uh, the Matrix movie, when Neo realizes that he was in a pod and he was being uh, harvested. <clears throat> let's say that many of us may have had an intuition or a glimpse or a dream where we saw ourselves being under the control of something else. That may be a call from your consciousness that points in this direction of going towards your freedom. Nobody will look for freedom unless they first realize they are in a prison. Amen. And if this prison has invisible bars, and if you are told lies that it's all your fault if you can't do this and that mm -hmm. then how will you ever conceive the idea of a breakout of escaping from your prison that's very hard so the main reason why I'm here today is to help you cast your look inside and decide for yourself if you are free or if you are in a prison once you see that you may decide that you want to break out. And breaking out of that particular prison requires effort and maybe greatly helped by a group work. So friends who have the same purpose. Whether the group may be this one or another one, that's irrelevant as long as the purpose is common. So if you want to go in the same direction, then there is a higher amount of strength. Alright, so I'm gonna edit this. There is a big amount of deception goes on nowadays in our minds and around us that is uh, the subject of a further lecture in a, in a couple of weeks, but uh, the effect is similar to our self-deception. So in the end, once we have, have trained our consciousness to be present and to be mindful of what happens inside, the source of our parasite thoughts is less important than our ability to detach ourselves from them and reclaim our freedom in that instant, which all right, so let's get to the other video. That was pretty deep. 
I just wanted to share that. You know, people have to realize that they are in a prison. And um, what he may have been referring to back in May of 2020 could be exactly what I have been referring to here. Um, We are captives right now, right? A lot of people are in this mental prison thinking that there is still this threat of a virus out there and that following the rules as dictated by the regime in charge will somehow award them more hero status or their freedom. And uh, again, this will always be an emphasis on this podcast that anybody who believes that, you've been duped. Alright, so I have not listened to this video before. It's called Digital Vaccines Behavior Modification excuse me, behavior modification to fuel cybernetic transformation. It sounds pretty sensational, so um, yeah, I'm just going to hit play. I may be around, I may not, I don't know, I got shit to do. Same here, uh, we had a lot of feedback, a lot of interest in your last interview, and um, just like with this one, we can come up with a title, but the reality is that this is covering literally the entire framework of the new reality that I think we've all seen roll in uh, year 2020. And that is also why I feel your work really needs to get out there. And um, I just, again, thank you so much for what you're doing. So uh, so the speaker is uh, Sayer G. He does the uh, Green Med Info website. Their website's pretty decent. And uh, right now he is uh, speaking to Allison McDowell. I honestly have no idea who Miss Allison McDowell is. Uh, I'm trying to look here in uh, the comments section, the summary, and it doesn't really say much about who she is, but I'm gonna read this really quick. Uh, Allison McDowell and Sayer G and several thousand live viewers dove deep into the agendas operating behind the scenes globally intent on disenfranchising people, converting them into digital commodities and new investment markets. Now, I've never watched this video before, but, um, you know, this is all starting to come together. They not only discuss the mind-boggling extent of the problem, but also the solutions we can start implementing now. This is the second of two interviews. The first can be found here. COVID and the weaponization of public health, human futures trading, and authentic spiritual activism. Uh, maybe I'll go back to that one. I'm on this one now, so this is the one I'm going to play. This is part two. There's a 50-slide presentation link. Uh, I may click on that, but let me just finish reading the synopsis here. Uh, All of these are like little bullet points underneath the link for the presentation. Slides. The government of Japan envisions a future where humans will live as avatars by 2050. Their moonshot research and development program advances the idea of Society 5.0, where people are disconnected from physical bodies and minds in time and space. How do they plan to get there? How does FinTech plan to reduce life to a virtualized replica? How will the billionaires make money along the way? It's so funny that they want to remove people from their physical bodies and minds and, you know, just plug them into the matrix. It just, it reminds me of dissociation. It reminds me of, uh, you know, the ability of some to dissociate and disconnect from their physical bodies, but here they're they're promising the, the tech, 
you know, you're going to leave your physical body and you're going to be connected to the tech. And uh, I don't know. I mean, as someone who's disconnected from my physical body quite a few times, um, you get to travel. You get to go to different places. You get to go to different times. Uh, you get to meet different people sometimes even before you meet them in the physical space uh but at least we come back home uh, some of us most of us i would presume there are some we have our dwelling place our, our for the dissociate our dwelling place ultimately will be our body sooner or later um but here this is a technological based future where humans will live as avatars. So it's like the movie, right? You just, uh, your body's just sitting there and people plug in to this avatar and live a better life. I don't know. That just, it doesn't seem to be, uh, there doesn't seem to be much idea behind freedom there, right? Will these people be free to come and go? Will they become enslaved to this virtual world? I mean, ultimately, people are enslaved to the things of this world, you know, uh, and people do have addictions that that potential within the human behavior and in human mind can absolutely be exploited through digital means. So let me continue here. Um, how does fintech plan to reduce life to a virtualized replica? I don't think it'll be too hard. I think a lot of people will want to plug in because they're so desperate. Uh, and again, you take away the real-life bread and circuses, people aren't able to do the things that they used to be able to do to jerk themselves off in public. You know, all those wonderful things, sporting events and concert events and parties and big whatever. Uh, you know, people get bored, people get desperate, people don't want to sit around at home and look at themselves and... <laughs> face their own thoughts or face to fear of not having control over their future like they thought they did and, and be feel trapped <laughs> so I think a lot of people will be desperate to plug in to a, a future where they can live as avatars why not why not it's uh you know it's about survival for them and that's how they anticipate surviving I guess um, how will the billionaires make money along the way? I'm sure they will use these people, as I had mentioned earlier, and it's it's becoming readily apparent that uh, people will be a source of mining, a, a digital, a source of digital currency, uh, through whatever techno organic bullshit that they're seeding us with, and um, it's all gonna come together. It's all gonna come together. People and data are gonna be mined directly from people's bodies. Uh, we'll be talking about digital twinning, twining, twining in relation to gamified behavior regulation, wearables, and bio nanotechnology. Again, I've never read this before, but it's all coming together. A big piece of the puzzle is control of the food system, something the farmers in India are keenly aware of. A lot of farmers in India are killing themselves, so. Bill Gates, Food Tech, Big Pharma, and the video game industry are working together in un unexpected ways will use Fuya, a new digital vaccine developed in partnership with Carnegie Mellon as a lens to examine these developments. Take action on the Digital Health Freedom Platform at www. 
www.standforhealthfreedom.com and uh, reference related interview the truth about chemtrails transhumanism synthetic biology and the global lockdown by alana freeland i've never watched this video before um I've, I've never heard of Alana Freeland before, and again, like I said, uh, my Welcome to the Borg series, it's just, it, it's its really obvious to me now, um, whereas before, it was just all, you know, they're just random, random signs, but it just wasn't really put together, I didn't take the time to really put this shit together, um, they have a, a Telegram, social media channel, I'll probably hit them up, uh, what else, Allison, doesn't say much about Allison, she does not accept donations or support for her work. Um, let's just click on her channel. Let's see her website. Wrenchinthegears.com. That's Allison's website. Um, about. Let's see who she is. Watch my videos here. Nothing really on the about page. Who is this lady, man? Alright. Well, whatever. Her website is Wrench in the Gears. And uh, looks like it's a blog. A blog website so we'll go back and uh actually start the video that was a bit of a long introduction i apologize but um yeah i might run this till the end i might make this a couple of part series the total time on the video is over an hour uh hour and 46 minutes so i'll probably break this up but let's just see what they have to say so far so i'll let you introduce the topic since you have this encyclopedic dot connecting gift and uh we're going to have hundreds of people on the live stream today, so it's uh, the floor is yours. Great. Well, thank you so much. Well, I sort of see this talk is building on, um, you know, the conversation that we had, you know, I don't know, was it two or three weeks ago? So if folks are maybe having a hard time getting up to speed, I would say just sort of hang in there. Um, if, you, if you like, you know, maybe we can link to the other one, you know, when, when this gets posted so that people can have more background. It's a bit like learning a new language and also uh, sort of revisiting what you understand about the world. And, it, and some of this is, if you're not used to questioning how things are, it's unsettling. So I would say, um, just hang with me. I, I have about 50 slides today and um, a number of maps that I've been able to put together uh, to share to talk about essentially the idea of managing um, agriculture and our food systems around health and even like gut health, which is really interesting. And the way that in, is being enmeshed in global finance, um, but also um, in ways that will, if, if we don't question or intervene, which I think many people will if once they understand what this is about, um, will actually start to fabricate digital twins of us to be managed in a cyber kind of environment. All right, I'm just going to stop that really quick. I don't know how many times I'll be stopping this as I'm playing it, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to cook and not kill myself in the background. Uh, she talked about, uh, fuck, uh, 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 gut health. They seem to be focused on gut health, um, uh, which is interesting because uh, quite a, uh, maybe a month and a half ago podcast or two back, I mentioned uh, Venter Synthetic Biology. Actually, I did two two different podcasts because the first one that I read it just you know the quality of the uh, sound was pretty bad so I said all right let me re-record with a, another article that basically re-emphasized the fact that the synthetic uh Craig Venter uh they they re was it 10 years ago 11 years ago they did the 
experiment where the synthetic bacteria overtook the host um, that was using synthetic DNA that they had created in a lab. They created a synthetic genome, inserted it into the host cell, and uh, the whole cell then was tricked into creating mRNA, which again then transcribed the synthetic DNA back onto the host cell, eventually overtaking the host cell, where there was no more of the original DNA left in the host cell. It was completely overtaken by the synthetic organism. Uh, That was 11 years ago, and on this synthetic DNA were codes and watermarks, so they could basically fucking, you know, say, this is property of such and such a lab on their DNA, which will be written into the code of the host cell, which eventually gets overtaken, so that host cell is no longer its own host cell, it's now property of whatever lab the synthetic biome took over, and here this woman is talking about gut health. Now, in our guts, I I'm, I don't know how many people are aware of this, we have trillions and trillions of bacteria. We have bacteria that dictate in our guts, our uh, neurotransmitters, our moods, our clotting factors, our B vitamin status, these are things that are naturally within our bodies that are supposed to, through the gut, okay, nourish and balance ourselves. And a lot of that has been assaulted over the years. Again, we have in the, in the industrial age, we have the overuse of antibiotics, the oversterilization, the antibiotic wash, the antibiotic dishwashing, uh, dish liquid, um, this, this, and that. Uh, things in our soil, things in our food, GMO, this GMO, and people are sicker than ever. And people have the most, what they call, dysbiotic guts ever. There's so much gut dysfunction that the, I think, second to oncology, which is cancer, I'm sure the GI industry, the GI industry is booming because everybody has something going on with their stomachs. And uh, people don't understand that that's a big part of the fight when it comes to psychiatric, when it comes to what goes in your mind. People don't understand that that's a huge part of the battle, what goes on in your gut. Huge, huge. And this is speaking from experience. This is speaking from just the research that I've uncovered and learned and I put into practice myself. And I can obviously see people who cannot and do not put it into practice, they are much worse off. Now, there are so many people out there, they're on meds, they're on psych meds, they're on all these fucking things, and they still, it still doesn't do it for them. They're still fucked up. They still feel so anxious. They still got to go back to the doctor. They still got to get another up on their prescription med. They're still anxious. They're still days where they feel controlled by their emotions there's still days where they feel out of control there's still days where they're so desperate they have to call their doctor because it's the meds just aren't working and you know what then they never will they never will because they're not there to solve the problem those medications are just another form of experimentation believe me take this take this from me trust me i have three decades under my belt of being a fucking guinea pig from the time I was a teenager they this wasn't even approved they used unapproved drugs on me 
and a lot of my peers, because we were ABC, whatever category, category we were in, I was a young child with trauma symptoms, and the best they could do was just throw these drugs at me and say, here, kid, let's see. Well, we hope that this works for you. Okay. It took a lot of work. It took a lot of work for me to get to the place where I am today is why I talk so much shit. Because I refuse to be or ever allow myself to come under the thumb or the rule of an abuser. Okay. I refuse to enter the throes of a tyrannical relationship because you know what? As a child, I didn't have that choice and it fucked up my psyche and it fucked up my head and it fucks up a lot of people. People don't realize how fucked up they are, you know? And then they, you know, like I said, they take the meds and they see the counselor every week and they think all is good, all is better. It's just, no, no, it's not. Um, and And like, again, the fight is on so many fronts. The fight is on so many fronts, but... Um, again, she's talking about gut health, and I find that very interesting. I don't want to go too far off. The solution is never in a bottle. It's never in, in the form of a pill. Um, you know, your medicine, and this is what I learned after many, many, many years of just seeing people dying and seeing just like, you know, just... It's funny, uh, there, there was a podcast, that, there's a podcast that I follow in the, um, on one of the After Hours Patreon releases... Uh, legal man, he talks about like people looking mutated, <laughs> and I find this completely hysterical because I know where I lived. Like growing up, I was like these people out here, and I live in like fast food central in my area. Like I just happen to live down the block from like the busiest road for every fucking fast food down this avenue. You could fucking find it, man. It's there, and um, let me tell you, they're a bunch of fat fucks. I'm surrounded. I had a lot of thick necks and thick, big, fat heads. And uh, I had to think about it. And I said, why do so many people around here look like that? Like, they can't all be on steroids. They're just big, beefy, fat head looking fucks. And I finally realized. And I was like, you know what? This is like 15 years ago. I was like, it has to be the food. It has to be the food. Because all these fucks over here, all they do is like, they, they'll wait online for hours just to go through a, a, a brand new drive through that's a novelty in this area. And I'm not going to get into that much details, but, you know, there's some places that are known in the South or and they open up over here and that's it. These fucking people are waiting online for hours to get the taste of some new fast food restaurant. Like, this is... They love their bullshit out here. They love eating their garbage. And it's very easy to pick out people who are obviously in love with eating garbage and and from the people who are like okay this is a healthy person this is a normal looking person but more and more more and more people you are surrounded by I am surrounded by they just have that look and to me I was like yo this is definitely what these fucking people are eating like look at them they're they're they look like they've been mutated and uh, again here she's talking about um what these people are doing, I guess, in agriculture and their focus on the microbiome. And when you consume things, okay, it's going to influence genetic expression. It's going to influence your genetic expression. So you're not going to tell me, and again, I'm not a vegan. I'm not a vegetarian. I know I, I, I balance things out. I wouldn't mind being a little bit more of a vegetarian, but I do what I do for myself, you know? It's not for me to preach, but I'm, I am anti- fast food. 
I am anti-processed food. I'm anti-synthetic foods. I'm anti-GMOs. I'm, hey, ah, I eat steak. I eat butter. I'm not a really big milk fan, but I started using a little bit more milk. I'm okay with that. I'm completely okay with that. I don't stuff my face all day with pizza and pasta and all that bullshit. I'll eat a steak, I'll throw some butter on it, I'm good. That's my meal for the day. Um, yeah, people just eat like shit and they look like shit as a result. Okay, that was I should have just gotten to that point really quickly. Uh, so, here, if these fucking people are looking into... Now they're looking into the bacteria, the bacteria. Uh, you you see where I'm going with this, right? Right? With the synthetic bacteria. And think about if these people, again, through GMO foods, are targeting. Now let's say they're specifically targeting the microbiome. And there's targeted treatments out there. They got rice. They got bananas that they use in other countries. They sneak, they sneak those vaccines in there. And now you got this mRNA technology. Remember, that 10-year-old technology with the synthetic bacteria overtook the host cell. That's 11 years old. That's old, that's old school shit. This is DNA-based. We got the mRNA now. We got the software upload. Does it need to be injected? Can it be consumed? Well, I mean, it probably would disintegrate. You know, the mRNA, think, you know, considering a lot of them had to be uh, sub-freezing temperatures to keep stable. Who knows? We don't know, right? We don't know. Unless, oh, well, let's say the virus. We can make a viral vector. Right? We don't have to. We can't put it in food yet. We can't make it stable enough for food, but we could put it in a viral vector, which they've done with the vaccine. Um, yeah, it's... All the technology, the potential is there. So when she said this, I had to come over here and have this long-ass conversation because this is another way, this is another method that they can actually just conduct a wide-scale experiment. All right, let me uh, stop talking shit. How long is this article? I'm sorry, how long is this recording? I'm trying to get to my... uh, It's about 21. All right, so let me just give it a couple more minutes and then I'll probably have to break this up. And this doesn't, isn't going to happen immediately, but I think we need to understand the trends of managing our bodies as data um, from a health and wellness situation, both the health piece and um, the computerization piece. So I have some slides. Uh, let me see. I'll do the, the screen share here. Uh, let's see. Allison, also, if you could just summarize, I guess, the last talk because at the end of it, I started to see the vision. You had collapsed it into a few sentences. It was something to the effect of um, militarized hedge funds driving like social impact markets. Is that, can can you just say something about that before you start the presentation? Sure, so ultimately this idea is, um, if we imagine the world being covered in layers of data and information. And that's called augmented reality or mixed reality. It's sensors, right now it's something as basic as a phone, but sensors are being embedded into um, the environment around us and even ultimately into our bodies. And it's almost like they're remaking the world as a game. It's not a very nice game. (laughs) And that people are betting on this game and how we operate within the confines of the game Um, And this augmented mixed reality is um, fundamentally a military space. 
even though it may be fun and enjoyable, um, you know, Pokemon Go or video games, you know, beautiful and creative, the, the structure is a military structure. And then the, the entities that will be betting on the outcomes of this game, um, and it's a game that's happening in a world where increasingly um, non-mechanical life is not valued, is that these hedge funds will be gam doing the gambling. And potentially even the smart environments that are regulated with sensors and information may shape the outcomes of our lives in ways we don't even realize through like artificial intelligence and quantum computing. So I sort of imagine it as there are two realities unfolding, one of which is a recognition of um, interconnectedness in a larger cosmic, dynamic, energetic system of connection and care and um, beauty and, um, you know, surprise and unfolding is like there's that piece that we are all inherently connected to as living beings connected to all the other living beings in the cosmos um but then they're looking to hijack all of that power into a more narrow and limited electrically engineered system um and that because of crises because of austerity people are being forced into um making choices that they don't understand the larger consequences of especially what's unfolding now in this sort of, you know, global lockdown moment, that people are not fully aware of what is transpiring on the greater stage.